Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Poll Watch 2020. All day, all night, 24 hours, every single news channel, it's Poll Watch 2020. Ooh, I love polls. <laughs> poll Watch 2020, 25 candidates, 12 debates, 13 months to go for Poll Watch 2020. Oh yeah, statistical data gets me all wet. Poll Watch 2020, who will knock Amtrak Joe off the rails? Can anyone grab the sweet second spot from Bernie? Feel the burn, Sanders. Will it be Corey Boom Boom Booker? Amy Clobbershar? We love you, Bernie! <laughs> Poll Watch 2020. It's going to be a rock'em, sock'em, roll'em campaign ride and demolition debate smackdown. So be there or be a fucktard. You heard me. Poll Watch 2020. The final edition. This week, we just opened with a sketch by Ebby Parker about the Democratic debates. A very relevant sketch, very current, right up to the minute. We just had two debates last week. So we opened with that sketch because everything else in the show is horribly out of date. We brought together a bunch of sketches that are still good, I think, but are just so obviously dated that we can't disguise it. They come from as far back as the show's first year in 2012. Scott Walker's recall campaign, the 2014 presidential election, some asinine thing Justin Bieber said like six years ago, and a whole bunch of other crap you've probably forgotten about. And we got plenty more. This will not be the last one of these shows we do. This is the final edition Radio Hour. Don't think that I brag. I speak of the drag. Hi, this is Barry Lank with Ben Kirshner at the final edition, and at the time we're recording this, we're having one of those internet debates that are important for about a week. So by the time you hear this, it'll probably be over. Right. So somebody named Chloe Feldman posted an audio clip on Twitter, and when you play it, some people hear the word Yanny. And they're absolutely sure of it. They're absolutely sure that's what it is. And some people hear Laurel, and they're equally sure. And correct me if I'm wrong here, Barry, but... Uh, those two words don't even sound like each other. Not even close. So what we're going to do is listen to this for the first time, Ben and I, right here in front of you. Yeah, we're, we've never heard it before. We're completely unbiased. Uh, we don't really have any friends outside this show. Or in it. Or in it. So, Yanni or Laurel. Let's hear it. Oh, my God. He's been stabbed. Somebody call an ambulance. What's happening? He's been stabbed. Somebody in the bar stabbed him. I'm all right. I just got arrested. You're not all right. God damn. 
your eyes. Don't you go to sleep. What Somebody happened? help. Somebody help. I heard Yanny. You've got to be kidding. It's Laurel. I cannot hear it any other way. It's Laurel. How can it not be Laurel? Well, let's hear a few seconds again. Somebody help. Somebody help. Don't you go to sleep on me. <laughs> Yanny. No. Just no. It's Laurel. You're wrong and you're stupid. Thank you. It is a new shirt. Well, we're going to have to agree to disagree. I guess everybody's going to have to decide for themselves. I'm going to stab you. What? With the passing of a great iconic South African leader, we pause to ask, what did Nelson Mandela stand for? We here at MSNBC believe Nelson Mandela stood for togetherness and liberation. We at Fox News think he stood for freedom and individual initiative. We at the NRA know he stood for the right of every American to carry a gun, whether or not that American is actually an American or is in America. We in the KKK prefer to think Nelson Mandela stood for people becoming proud of their white heritage. We at your local Chevy dealerships believe Nelson Mandela stood for an amazing clearance sale on all 2013 Chevy Sonics. Mandela once said, it always seems impossible until it's done, but the prices at your local Chevy dealers this month, well, they really are impossible. We here at Atlantic City think Nelson Mandela stood for... Look, just come to Atlantic City. Yes, Nelson Mandela meant many things to many people. So if you don't yet know what he really stood for, look inside yourself. That's where you'll find it. Nelson Mandela was a Democrat. Nelson Mandela was a Republican. Nelson Mandela set black churches on fire. Nelson Mandela's making deals like never before! We'll even comp your room, all right? Today, we remember Nelson Mandela, each in our own way. Breaking news in the trial of George Zimmerman for the killing of Trayvon Martin. The jury has ruled that George Zimmerman is a blithering idiot. We take you live to the reading of the verdict in Sanford, Florida. We, the jury, find the defendant, George Zimmerman, stupid. So stupid, in fact, that he does not know he is stupid and thinks the results of his stupid actions are part of God's plan as if the sum total of all history, space, and creation were as laughably stupid as George Zimmerman. Because this is Florida, the defendant will probably be out in the streets again soon with a gun, and he will probably shoot someone else in the same stupid way because by his nature he seems incapable of learning anything from this experience whatsoever. He is retarded. On the night of February 26, 2012, the defendant followed 17-year-old Trayvon Martin for no good reason even after police told him not to. A fight ensued, just like any neutral observer would predict, presuming that said neutral observer possessed at least two-fifths of a functioning brain. 
Mr. Zimmerman then shot Mr. Martin because Mr. Zimmerman was carrying a gun like he was a policeman or something, which he will never be because his brain is unable to make wise enough decisions or retain a great deal of information. And although many policemen are quite intelligent, others are idiots. This means Mr. Zimmerman is dumber than the dumbest cop in Sanford, Florida, and that is saying something. We would like to express our condolences to the Martin family, as well as humanity in general, and we would like to remind everyone that this case probably would not even have been prosecuted had there not been a national outcry because this is Florida and we suck. That was a surprise verdict in the Trayvon Martin case. Again, if you're just tuning in, George Zimmerman has been found guilty of being a friggin' idiot, which carries a maximum penalty of living in Florida some more. After a long-fought presidential campaign, millions of people expressed sadness and outrage this morning when informed that the election is still going. Cameron Spacey, a volunteer for Barack Obama's campaign. I mean, you put your heart and soul into something like this. You volunteer your time. You make phone calls for months. After all that work, it's still October. Lance Partridge of the Mitt Romney campaign. I'm not going to pretend we're not disappointed. I was really hoping that by now, it would be three weeks later. We wouldn't be thinking about this anymore. And of course, moments like these are always a disappointment for third parties. Libertarian candidate Gary Johnson. Well, of course, I'm exhausted and disappointed, but I'm, I'm just glad it's over. But the election's still on. Pepper... I'm the Libertarian candidate. Oh, it's over. In related news, the campaign press corps has been overtaken by a wave of suicides after being asked whether they expected to be covering Hillary Clinton in 2016. Last week, teen pop star Justin Bieber visited the Anne Frank Museum in Amsterdam and signed the guestbook, Anne was a great girl. Hopefully, she would have been a believer. Since then, it seems everyone has weighed in on the story, from the Black Eyed Peas, Will I Am, to Anne's own stepsister, Eva Schloss. Everyone except for Anne Frank herself. The final edition now brings you her exclusive response. Hello, Justin Bieber. It's me, Anne Frank. I know it's weird for me to reach out to you, as I have been resting peacefully since 1945. That is until you visited my secret annex, signed the guest book, and then I rolled over in my grave. Look, you seem like a nice girl, so I wanted to give you the benefit of the doubt and listen to your album. I mean, hey, if I hadn't been locked away in a tiny attic with seven other people, mice, and two cats with fleas for over two years without seeing the light of day, while constantly fearing for my life... Maybe I would have enjoyed the depths and complexities of your lyrics. I've got money in mine hands that I'd really like to blow. Swag, swag, swag on you. Chillin' by the fire while we eatin' fondue. Who knows? Had things been different for me, I may have appreciated listening to your runs, as opposed to having them. After contracting dysentery from drinking contaminated water in a concentration camp where I've watched my family die. It's just that I had so much going on, but with being locked in a closet for so long, 
Something tells me you can relate to this feeling. I'm just saying, had I not been so selfishly preoccupied with not walking or making a single sound for fear of being murdered, I might have really dug your beatboxing. Maybe had things not gone the way they did, the Holocaust and all that stuff, I would have lived to see my diary published and I would have been a famous teenager too. And instead of being ripped apart from my family and dying a slow, painful death, I would have punched a cake on the set of CSI like you did. But probably I would have just eaten it because we didn't have sugar. So yes, maybe had all these things not happened to me, I would have been a believer. But instead, I penned a beautiful and poignant account of what living through one of the most tragic events in history was like. Have fun selling your perfume. Auf Wiedersehen. If I was your boyfriend, never let you go. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This is ESPN 17 welcoming you to the first annual Tide Pod Challenge, where we turn an already unsafe YouTube activity into an even more dangerous competitive eating contest. I'm Jack Scalden. And I'm Don Green. We'll be providing the play-by-play as five competitors attempt to ingest plastic pods containing the leading laundry detergent in the United States. Jack, isn't it true that Tide's parent company, Procter & Gamble, declined to sponsor this event? Absolutely, Don. But don't worry, many of their competitors rushed in to provide full sponsorship. The makers of Woolite, Purex... Arm & Hammer and Extra have done everything in their power to ensure that whenever you think of young people dying from swallowing ethanol, hydrogen peroxide, and polymers, you think of Tide. Well, the buckets of the candy-colored toxic pods have been laid out, and the contestants have signed their liability waivers, so here we go. And the crowd erupts as the contestants dig in. How do you think this will pan out, Don? Well, the crowd favorite is definitely Gary the Gurgitator McSimmons, who quickly threw down five pods in 20 seconds in an online video last October. But the man to watch is Antonio Bain, who goes by the nickname Mr. Yuck on his YouTube channel. 
Known for drinking over a dozen poisons and chemicals on his videos online, he's a role model for the kids. And contestant Byron Randles is puking up blue chemicals. There is blue foam everywhere. He is disqualified. What's this? Fellow contestant Sam Sabatino turns to watch. He starts laughing and... He snarfs concentrated detergent through his nostrils. Sam Sabatino is down. Look at him convulsing and asphyxiating on the floor, Jack. Is it any wonder the crowd loves this plucky kid from Toledo? We'd like to pause for a moment to mention another sponsor, the American Association of Poison Control Centers, the place to call when you've ingested something you shouldn't. Whether you've eaten laundry pods, antifreeze, good old American bleach, or just those little desiccate packets that say do not eat, come hang out with our cool counselors at the Poison Control Center. Groovy, man. Well, while you were talking, Phil London collapsed and went into a seizure. So it's down to Mr. Yuck and the Gurgitator. Look at him go. It's worth noting the style each remaining contestant is using. The Gurgitator is swallowing his whole, while Mr. Yuck makes a noted show of biting into each pod before swallowing. Won't that cause severe burns to his lips, mouth, and esophagus, Don? Of course! And imagine the damage to Gurgitator's stomach when those pod membranes dissolve. He's already had part of his stomach and large intestine removed. But what's your point? And Mr. Yuck goes down after his fourth pod! The Gurgitator wins! Wait! The judges are motioning to the referee. What's going on? The ref's approaching the microphone. It is come to the attention of the judges that the pods Mr. Simmons ingested were not tied to laundry detergent, but in fact cascade dishwashing detergent. Therefore, Mr. Simmons is disqualified. Ooh, tough break for the Gurgitator, right, Don? Well, it's not like this is the cascade pod challenge. What is this? ESPN 23? <laughs> <laughs> well, the winner of this challenge is Antonio Mr. Yuck Bane, and he will be awarded his trophy and prize and a lifetime supply of Tide Pods, which, from the look of him, may be like one pod. Maybe less. Anyway, this is Jack Scalvin. And Don Green. Reminding you that those multicolored chemicals in your garage, laundry room, and under your kitchen sink aren't just household cleansers. People want to see you eat them. So long! Back in 1984, Bruce Springsteen wouldn't let Ronald Reagan use Born in the USA for his presidential campaign. In 2008, the rock group Heart stopped John McCain and Sarah Palin from using their song Barracuda. Now, Rage Against the Machine, Peter Gabriel, Rush, and the fabulous Thunderbirds have all told Rush Limbaugh to stop using their music. Conservatives are running out of pop music and have had to start using the public domain. We go now to a Mitt Romney rally in South Dakota, where reporter Stone Peck has more on this story. I'm here with John Young, who organized today's event. And John, you had to change all the music at the last minute? Yeah, we had an exciting playlist. Uh, Champion by Kanye West, 
Ready to Run by the Dixie Chicks, and just a nice old folk tune, If I Had a Hammer, by Pete Seeger. Then you ask the artist for permission to use it. (sighs) You'd think at least I'd have luck with a group called the Dead Kennedys, but boy... That phone call didn't go the way I wanted. And that's when your staff started singing Jimmy Crack Corn? Continuously, for the last hour. Ah, I think they're switching to the alphabet song. So that's why you need songs with expired copyrights, so the composers can't stop you. But why sing them yourselves? Couldn't you just play a kid's record or something? Then we need the singer's permission, and that didn't go well either. Raffi actually called me a cock. I can't imagine him doing that. I know, right? So, we either do the music ourselves or we get it from old toys. Ladies and gentlemen, the next President of the United States, Governor Mitt Romney. This is Stone Peck in South Dakota. Texas Governor Greg Abbott declared a state of emergency today, making a statement from the governor's mansion. At 8 a.m. yesterday morning, the United States federal government opened a post office at the corner of Barron Road and Victoria Avenue in College Station, Texas. This is an obvious invasion by the federal government of Texas. We are now under attack by Barack Hussein Obama. The federal government openly says it will ship letters and packages through this beachhead. They will also implant tax forms and put up wanted posters of some of Texas's proudest exemplars of Second Amendment rights. I have no choice but to call in the Texas National Guard before another post office can be opened. People in Texas reacted to the news. Well, hell, if you let them open up a post office, pretty soon the federal government's going to start controlling air traffic. Oh, they'll be printing our currency. They'll be taking over our military. You know, somebody ought to call the FBI on those guys. This has been breaking news from the final edition. The nation celebrated this week as the Supreme Court declared that there is no more racial prejudice. In throwing out Section 4 of the Voting Rights Act, the court declared that the states over which the provision held restrictions definitely will not pass laws or change voting procedures so that it disenfranchises minority voters. Probably. Alabama Secretary of State Beth Chapman said her state felt palpably relieved. Now we can pass laws to keep black people out of the voting booths while remaining confident that we're not being prejudiced. Black voters said this was also a proud milestone for them. Now I no longer have to be afraid of systemic bigotry. I just have to be afraid of police dogs. In other news, Republicans in the House of Representatives will once again vote to reverse Obamacare in order to rid the country of all diseases. for another episode of Michelle Bachman, Girl Detective. Gee, Michelle, it sure is quiet. I wish we had a mystery to solve. But I am solving a mystery, Marvin. The case of the government shutdown. But that case is solved. You shut down the government. You and the Tea Party. And what are the clues? You told the Washington Post this is exactly what you wanted. The government could reopen tomorrow if John Boehner just put the Senate budget to a vote in the House, but he won't because he's afraid of you. So, what you're saying is the suspect could be black? No, I I didn't say that. Did, Did I say that? I said you did it. 
You, Michelle Bachman, you and your friends shut down the government. So you're saying it was the president all along? I am not saying that. You're right. The president must have snuck into Congress, passed a law three years ago, got it approved by a congressional majority, had it certified by the Supreme Court, got reelected after passing it, then started implementing it in total defiance of the law. That is the law. That's actually how the law works. Mystery solved. Marvin, you're a genius. Now I just need to get my assistant. George, can you come in for a second? What is it, Mrs. Backman? Ow! Oh, 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 my God! Oh, my God! Why did you shoot George? So we can have a new mystery to solve. Who shot George? You did. I just saw you shoot him. And what are the clues? I saw you do it. You're still holding the gun. What did you shoot? He misses George just asked you why you shot him. So you're saying the suspect could be black? Come back next week when Michelle Bachman, girl detective, says... So you're saying the president hurt America's credit rating when he wouldn't raise the debt ceiling and now he might do it again? No! I said you did that! Mm, This mystery just keeps getting bigger. Democrats in Wisconsin suffered a stunning defeat in last week's recall election, yet tonight they're celebrating. I'm here with Mike Tate, the chair of the Democratic Party of Wisconsin, and we're surrounded by a group of oddly jubilant Democrats. Uh, Mike, you do know you lost, right? Oh, hell yeah, we did. The Republicans outspent us by 7 to 1. 7.5 to 1, actually. (laughs) You you total up the last two years of recall elections, they they spent something like $125 million to stomp us into the dirt. So why are you celebrating? I just told you, they spent $125 million in our state. That's... That's been a full quarter of a percent of our GDP for the last two years. And the best part is, most of that money came from out of state. We never would have seen it otherwise. But now the election is over. The money has stopped. Oh, yeah? In a year, we can recall Scott Walker all over again. We can do it to every Republican who rolls through. People out in Indiana want to do the same thing to their governor. There are campaigns against Citizens United. Either the GOP gives up, or we're all going to get rich. So won't it? And the GOP won't give up. So won't it? I'm going to buy a boat. So won't it get kind of dispiriting to keep fighting for something you already know you're going to lose? I'm a Democrat. That's the only life I know. So that was all written by Abby Parker, Barry Lank, Jen Dodd, and Joe Davis. It was performed by most of those people, plus Ben Kirshner, Samantha Gerwitz, Keith Saltajanes, Gil Barron, Kevin Janis, John Marshall, Rob Gordon, Jeff Chrysler, Darby Worley, Tony Hendra, Jessica Park, Jeff Hendrick, and Rachel Rausch, I think. Everything was engineered by Barry Lank or Greg Russ. Lots of music by Kevin McLeod. The various producers at various times have been Jeff Chrysler, Tony Hendra, and Barry Lank. Good night.
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.